Hello, hello. What's up? What's up? It is a new day. It is a new week and it's time to get social. My name is Kayvana and welcome to the Introverts Social Hour. Welcome, welcome. Today, this episode is super festive and fun. We're going to be talking about all the holiday movies that we love, we enjoy, and maybe some that might not be on people's list, but people still enjoy them. Um, some, maybe not some, we'll see. Um, we're going to be talking about our top three choices for holiday films. I brought my friends Sabrina and Nicole. Y'all know Sabrina and Nicole. Just in case you haven't listened to any episodes that they have been in, Nicole is a queer writer based in Los Angeles with famously eclectic tastes. And Sabrina is an, a California-based English teacher who loves stories and often has strong opinions for them. So you already know with these two on, it's going to be a very interesting episode um, because we got to see what their holiday choices <laughs> are. But welcome, Sabrina and Nicole. Woo woo. Hi. Hello. Hello. Um, okay, so my first question I had. What makes a film a holiday movie? And are there specific themes or elements that have to be present in order to, to make that movie qualify? And also, too, more specifically, how much of it needs to be present as well, I feel like. Okay. Holiday or Christmas? Let's go Let's go Christmas, because that's okay. what we're talking about for this season. Um, yeah, let's go Christmas. Okay. Um. Well, I have I have an easy I can start because I've got a short one. If you watch it during Christmas, it is a Christmas movie. <laughs> if it has Christmas elements, usually my Christmas movies have Christmas elements, but I'm not mm-hmm. gonna require it to it needs to have A, B, and C. If it has something Christmas related and you watch it during Christmas, it's a Christmas movie to me. Okay. But I know people have a, a more specific definitions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. For me, it must be essential to the story. So Christmas itself has to be essential to the story. Like if you took Christmas out and the story still made sense, it is not a Christmas movie. Okay. Because I watch a ton of stuff during Christmas season. Like I'm out here watching anything. But it's not qualified as like one of my Christmassy movies. So for me, a Christmas movie has to have Christmas be like absolutely essential to the plot to the development of the story um so that if you removed christmas that like setting from the movie it doesn't make sense if it doesn't make sense it's a christmas movie if it still makes sense then it is not a christmas movie that's actually pretty pretty good qualification because at first i was like Mm -hmm. because sometimes they can mention christmas but i didn't think like well if they took christmas out and maybe like swapped a different holiday with it does the plot still go so that's good so i'm thinking like for example, Elf, you know, like mm. Elf it has kinda, to be like yeah. <laughs> it's completely entwined into the story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I already know. Oh, go ahead, Nicole. I was I was curious, like I because I know there's a lot of movies when I was do, preparing for this, I was looking at lists and things like that to see like what's the vibe of what people think Christmas movies are. And mm-hmm. things did come up where it's like Christmas feels like a small piece of that movie, like in a way that isn't like a movie that t- that takes place over a long period of time mm-hmm. and Christmas is a feature, even if it mm-hmm. has like a really strong Christmas moment. If there's other thing, if it's, there's other things going on, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm surprised that made it to this list of, of like a Christmas movie when mm-hmm. it's not 
the entirety of the movie. I feel like for me, what's popping up when you say that is like the holidays, which we watched, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. we did not really like. But yeah. um, <laughs> that one, because it could potentially, you could have some people say like, oh, it is a Christmas movie because one of the dates is on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that's not a Christmas movie per se. It's just a movie you can watch at Christmas because it has that because it's mm-hmm. just like an overarching thing. Then there are some movies that are like only set on the holiday. Like Holiday is a holiday movie. Yeah. That's why I asked you, Nicole, or blah, blah, blah. Asked you, Kavana, at the beginning. I was like, which one? Because mm-hmm. holiday and Christmas are very different mm-hmm. for me, at least. But I also yeah. have like a very niche area of Christmas because we celebrate it so much in my house. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. I think it depends it depends on how central that Christmas moment is but I think that's where we get holiday movies yeah Christmas movies yeah okay Okay. so the question being that I already feel like y'all are ready for it before (laughs) we go into our top choices I feel like the biggest debate that I see and I'm going to tell you my opinion afterwards because I have held it in (laughs) y'all know that I, I hadn't watched this movie until later um a lot of people debate on this die hard being a christmas movie so i'm just give off factual things and then i'm gonna give it to y'all before and then i'll give you my opinion after factually for my for listeners who haven't watched die hard it starts it opens um it's on like christmas day christmas eve right um and homeboy bruce don't know his character's name John. Uh, yeah, no, there you go. Bruce yeah. Willis. It's Bruce Willis. Bruce, yeah. Bruce Willis. That's Bruce all that Willis. Yeah. He's going to visit um his current wife, but like also like low-key separated. Um, and this is all during their ha- wife's job is having a, a holiday party and everything. So they set the basis of it being like Christmas. That's the start. This is happening on like Christmas Day. What are y'all thinking? Is it a Christmas movie? I'm gonna let the defense go first. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the defense. I I am strongly of the opinion that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Not just because it is a film that, without fail, every year my family watches at some point during the Christmas season. It's also the way I kind of see it. It's definitely cross genre like it's not entirely a christmas movie it's not entirely an action movie um it's a little of both and in my latest rewatch i was really seeing some of those things come out of like yes it strongly starts as like almost a christmas rom-com john is coming from new york to los angeles to reunite with his wife um trying to in hopes of getting their family back together that when they reunite even um argyle asks him as he gets out of the car hold on i he asks him, so your lady sees you, you run into each other's arms, the music comes up, and you live happily ever after, right? So it's like they're really setting it up in the introduction of this is a Christmas rom-com. We're going to see whether these two can make it work and get back together. And then right in that introduction is where we start seeing the first clips of the terrorist group making their way towards the building to take it over. So it's kind of like if a Christmas rom-com was interrupted by an action movie and then John has to use like it gets it's 
subtle, but he kind of has to use the magic of Christmas and his love for his family to defeat the terrorists and get back to the Christmas rom-com ending that he's been trying to get since the beginning of the movie, if that makes sense. So it's definitely cross-genre. It's not entirely a Christmas movie, but I don't think having other elements to me takes away from that Christmas part of it. All right. And Nicole came with the facts too. Yeah, I was like, I have my quotes. I have other quotes too. <laughs> His wife's name is Holly, also. I will point that out. <laughs> okay. See Holly. There you go. <laughs> uh, all righty. Okay. So I agree wholeheartedly that family and love is a principal, principal theme that goes throughout the entire film. It is essential to a lot of the Die Hard movies, actually. Um, and I'm a massive fan. Love them to death. Mm-hmm. However, I think that because you have all of these other Die Hard movies that do not take place during this holiday that keep the same kind of recurring theme of oftentimes it's his love for his family or um, just like his responsibility to his family that's propelling him through so many different things. I think that that is not a Christmas-based love. Like a lot of Christmas movies, it's about coming together as a family. It's about like working through all of these problems as a family. And realistically speaking, they don't really work through their problems because it's a high stakes situation. So they're brought together in that high stakes way. Like we always are like, okay, sure. You're going to kiss when you're going to die, that kind of thing. Um, And action movies also because I feel like once again, you can replace that Christmas party with anything. It could be a new year's party. New Year's is a moment for momentous romantic declaration. So he could be coming in and it could be a New Year's party. And he's like, I've got to do this before the new year. Like I have to, like, that's my deadline. You could do it during a Valentine's Day party or any kind of like, like just holiday or even just like work party setting. It's just the idea of his relationship is on the line. But is it truly essentially tied to Christmas um I think they just finagle their way of like connecting a little bit because Christmas is a family time they're like oh like this makes it a little bit more um like dire for them to like get all of this figured out and stuff like that because Christmas is a time for them to come together as a family it's just like nice little coincidences but the story still works if you sub it in anywhere else and because primarily it is an action movie and we very quickly abandon like um many many of the Christmas things I know that there are a lot of quotes that work with it but again those quotes could have changed and they could have been just as good if we had used a different time period for me it is not a Christmas movie it does not have Christmas at its center it does not focus on Christmas based themes or messages um I think it has a lot of generic general messages that just work really nicely with Christmas because it happens to be set during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Question with that, that popped up because you were talking about how there's mm-hmm. like this difference of holiday versus Christmas. Would mm-hmm. you define it as a holiday movie then? Yes. Okay. I could give you that. I could give you that because again, for me, it's a movie that's just based around a holiday party. Mm-hmm. I think that's still a bit of a stretch, but like I could grant that I could give that to someone. I will die on the hill 
that it is not a Christmas movie. I have this fight with someone every single year for the past like it's usually six years. it's usually me it's usually you it's usually you <laughs> or my dad or my dad because yeah. my dad likes to oh, just okay. annoy me. he doesn't actually <laughs> he doesn't actually believe it he just likes to have the argument oh, um, I yeah i but um you, no you brought up something i thought was interesting you talked about like christmas themes because there was something i noticed when in my recent re- rewatch but i'm interested in hearing a little bit about that first like chris we talked about Christmas themes and like family is usually a strong one. One that I kind of was noticing in some of my review looking at Christmas movies again is like, I don't know what to call it, like an anti-capitalism or an anti-greed theme that seems to pop mm. up a lot. And that is something that I didn't remember being a theme of Die Hard until I watched it again, because a lot of the conflict between in their relationship comes from like both of them having careers that they're not willing to like compromise on and especially the like John's expectation for his wife to prioritize his job probably simply because she's his wife and like the fights that they have over her using her maiden name and like her essentially everything becomes to revolve around like her success in business in things like you know, their happy reunion is interrupted by her coworker going, like, show him the watch because she's got this fancy new watch from, uh, like, per- performing well. And then, like, that watch comes back into play at the end where, like, uh, Hans Gruber is, like, hanging off her wrist out the window. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Die Hard, you should watch it. And <laughs> John has to unclasp her watch for it to like let him go so he falls Mm -hmm. out the window and I was like is that supposed to be like she has to let go of that (laughs) the Rolex the capitalism the whatever you Mm want to call it the corporate job to defeat this like terrorist attack on the company on her life her husband's life like essentially comes down to like their family and then I saw that like anti-capitalism thing come up in other movies and I was like is that a Christmas theme that I had not registered previously of like don't be greedy it's Christmas which is really interesting for a Christmas theme yeah I feel like I've seen that now that you say that like the biggest example I think comes to mind is Home Alone yeah kind of, yeah so yeah I feel like you see that okay I never really thought about that Okay. I personally think it's a carryover from classic Christmas movies because if you look mm. at a lot of classic Christmas movies there's a bigger emphasis on providing and giving back to communities mm. um, a bigger emphasis on the idea of you have the one parent or the one person who is alienated from everyone else because they're just go 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 they're super super I mean a Christmas Carol Christmas Carol mm-hmm. is like one of the classic Christmas stories And it's all based around that idea of being so consumed by capitalism and all of these things, or just like in general, just being consumed by the desire for more that you don't actually get to live life and you don't have these people around you. And they're often brought back down to earth. They're humbled a little bit Mm. or the idea of, because so many Christmas movies are geared towards kids. I think they do also like to have that in there so that it can be this idea of, um, kids you should always be giving back like yes it is a time for receiving because obviously who doesn't love presents I say that Mm -hmm. as someone who that's my love language um Mm -hmm. but like the process of giving is just as rewarding so I think that that's where it comes from is because a lot of old movies focus on that and they did it a lot better because it was before the huge mass Mm -hmm. like 
consumerism commercial Christmas mm-hmm. that we had. Um, so that's where I think it came from. Um, because you don't see it as often in newer Christmas movies, but you do have a lot of it in like the 2000s and before, but you got a good chunk of it in those older movies. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, connecting it. Here's what I think. So I was watching it and I was like, okay, the Christmas stuff is coming in quite strong. Right. I was like, okay, right. Christmas. But I do agree in the sense that they didn't stick it. So like, um, it became way more action film and like Christmas was rarely brought up again. And so I was thinking of like Christmas continuously being tied into the plot. And I think if they would have like mentioned it a little bit more, things like that, it would have been a little bit more consistent for me. Like, for example, like it'd be cheesy, but that's how they kind of connect home alone a little bit more too of like, um, like Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, like things we like throwing and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, I it would have been cheesy, but I John, have a machine right? gun now. Ho ho ho! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he writes that. He said it's written yeah. on the sweater. I know it's written on the yes, note. I yeah, know. but it's but that's like, in the first like half. It's not you're right. as. Mm-hmm, it's not, like I feel like towards like that second half, it's not brought up anymore. They focus way more on the action, which is fine. But then I think that's where that cross genre comes, and I think it's an action movie that is in christmas i don't i wouldn't first label it as a christmas movie but at first i was on your side nicole i was like okay christmas coming in strong they got the decor everything's solid they got the holiday party like everything's going like swell and then and he got the the whole 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 thing too and everything like that and then we start to lose it like Mm -hmm. through the line and then christmas is like suddenly brought up again towards the end um but i do want to say that's my first time watching it did not know homeboy Alan Greer was in there. May he rest in peace. That was mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, and then also, uh, can't think of his name, but Sir Winslow from Family Matters was also in there. So I was yeah. like, okay, yeah. cool. But um, that's what I said. I wouldn't I wouldn't label it as a Christmas movie, but I could also understand why people would watch it during Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's where I stand on that. It's a hard one because it is more cro- cross genre, but they don't mm-hmm. tie Christmas in as well. Like, for yeah. example, you can easily do a rom-com Christmas movie and, like, it's a Christmas movie that's also a romance because they tie it in really well. But, like, this one, they kind of lost it, like, halfway through. I feel like if yeah. they really wanted it to be labeled more of a Christmas movie, they would have kept, like, intertwining the um, the storylines. True. The And this was interesting, too, when I looked it up, that that this movie came out in july when it first came out it didn't come out in november when most christmas movies do which okay i think probably also plays into it but i'm also like that that's really interesting to me because you'd think that a a movie like that i guess they're going for summer blockbuster rather than christmas Mm -hmm. movie but Mm -hmm. that that choice was very interesting to me Mm -hmm. yeah that's very similar to what they did with haunted mansion they just released haunted mansion in july that's a mm-hmm. Halloween movie, like mm-hmm. no discussion. Yeah, and it was released in July. Yeah, yeah, and it, it did flop. It did. And you flop. know, you know, what my brother says about uh, Die Hard is that it's not a Christmas movie and it's not an action movie. It's a Bruce Willis mm-hmm. movie. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I'm in. I am to the debate. That's Ended. what everyone needs right to understand. There. It is just a Bruce Willis movie. It's just yeah. Bruce Willis. Though so, interestingly, it was his second film ever and his first film was a cheesy rom-com 
Wait, oh what was God, a cheesy rom com? Yeah, what is it called? Do we know? Because oh, I feel like I have all. I too have seen him in a rom com before. I did not but, know that. And so, if I think that even plays into the Christmas rom com interrupted by an action movie, is that they cast him rather than Arnold Schwarzenegger Ooh. or some of the other big names. They did mm-hmm. try to cast one of them first, but they weren't available. So then they went with Bruce Willis, and then that was his big one. Let me see if I can find. There is. I can't imagine Arnold doing Die Hard. Yeah. (laughs) He was in a lot of TV at that time, but. Mm -hmm. Blind Date. His ghost. Blind Date. Okay. All right. I don't know if I I have to look back at that, but I feel like I've seen him in a rom com before. The name doesn't ring a bell for me, though. So I gotta look into that. Alrighty. Let's see. So, we have three go-to holiday movies. Um, if there, I'm gonna list mine, but if there's a chance that one has already been said, I'll give like a special honor, like something else. Um, mm-hmm. let's go our top three. Let's go three, two, one. So our third choice first. Um, let's go Sabrina, Nicole, me. Okay. Sabrina, what is your third choice? What is your holiday go-to, your Christmas go-to that has a special place in your heart? Um, it could be because it's like tradition or just feel good vibes all the way around. Um, so this one, I had a I had a hard time picking my third because I have so many, but this one I went with because my family watches it every single year. And so it's not really Christmas without it for my family. Um, the Santa Claus. the santa claus oh i adore it i like number one number two is really good don't watch number three highly do not recommend number three it's terrible but number one is just so wonderful and it packs like all of the christmas punches it's he is that person who is like super super driven by his career just like his money isn't paying attention to his kid has gotten a divorce his kid comes and then he's Santa Claus and it's just so funny the whole thing is so funny um all of the setup the fact that he's got Calvin the SC Santa Claus the play on the word clause Mm -hmm. itself the Santa Claus clause I love all of those um Mm -hmm. and then the Mrs. Claus in the second one um but I think it's just it does such a good job of also doing a convincing arc for him of how he grows and comes to care for Christmas mm-hmm. so much and for these kids so much. And my favorite little tiny like subliminal like Christmas message that they deliver is the idea of believing is seeing mm-hmm. and not the other way. Like that, that is something that carries through with all of the movies. And I love it. I love the Christmas movies that are driven by the kids because I think Christmas is for kids more than anything. Um, So to see Charlie convince his dad of this, to see Charlie be the one who gets all of these adults to believe in this, um, I just love it. It makes me feel so good. And it's just very Christmas heavy, which is funny because it starts on Christmas and then it takes a minute before we get back to Christmas because it yeah. tracks a whole entire year, but the entire time it's him becoming Santa Claus and becoming super aware of all these things. And so I love it. I also think he does a great job. Um, What is it? Tim Allen? Tim Allen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great job as the Santa Claus. That's what I knew him as. Like 
before he was the home improvement guy because I did watch that before he was anything else he's just the Santa Claus in my house he's not Toy Story nothing he is the Santa Claus so that was my number three we watch it every single year at least once or twice it's a good choice that was on Disney Channel nonstop. oh my god it was Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's better without the commercials it's better yeah yeah yeah. true (laughs) all right Nicole what's your uh, that one almost made my list I had ended up mm-hmm. on my honorable mentions but it is an, one that is on our roster often mm-hmm. uh, my number three top third movie is another cross genre one another one that I think people might I this one I think there's even less of a true debate on whether this is a Christmas movie or not simply but people would debate it simply because it's cross genre is gremlins that is a it's L- a Christmas horror L- movie. L. Yeah. Gosh. Okay. I don't know why I expected <laughs> anything else. I don't know why I expected anything else. That was I not on this. my list. This is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I almost Nowhere had a near. second Christmas horror movie on this list too, but it uh lost out. It'll I'll talk about it later. But Gremlins is another like even more classically Christmas with visual references to classic Christmas movies. It takes place mm-hmm. largely during Christmas in a snowy small town. Um, Gizmo is purchased is bought to be a Christmas present. Um, there is, and it has that theme. This was the one where I was like, "Is that a Christmas theme of like being too greedy and not appreciating what you have?" Um, there's a whole horrifying monologue from Kate about why Chris why she hates Christmas because of uh, her father's untimely death on Christmas one year and it is such a she's such a fascinating monologue and it's the whole movie is kind of captured in the same thing of like you don't know whether to laugh or cry at certain moments where it's like this funny thing is happening but this is also still a horror movie but you're like it really puts you in that like middle place and Mm -hmm. i I just think it's a fun movie and it's really impressive to look back on because of all the practical effects and things that they had to do for it. Mm-hmm. Really impressive and just a fun time. So as someone who enjoys alternative Christmas movies, that's one that often comes on usually in the background for me, but you know, it's a good one yeah. that I always enjoy putting on. Nice. That was totally unexpected. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, that's why you invite me, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh gremlins wow you know i um yeah i haven't i don't think i have seen it like in one sitting it was one of those movies that would be like on fx like fox Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and it would like maybe i would see a few snippets in passing i if i did watch it completely i watched it when i was a kid so Mm -hmm. i i don't even remember i just know that i know what they look like i know why they come out um how they become what they are but mm-hmm. yeah wow what a little throwback for a second mm-hmm. okay um so mine but how I went about my list I was thinking of which movies that I know I watch every year like certain movies I know I love and are those more honorable mentions um so I could think about like Santa Claus and things like that I'm like wow yeah I really mm-hmm. watched that so much my childhood um mm-hmm. but I don't watch Santa Claus every year interestingly enough I was thinking and thinking about that so I went with my third choice is Elf. Mm. And here's why I say Elf, which is funny because I didn't watch Elf actually till I think high school or college. I was late to the Elf party. Like I hadn't, I was mm-hmm. late. When I watched it, I was like, wow, it's taking me this long to fully watch it in one go. So 
Um, I finally watched it and I was like, this is great. It's just good, like feel feel good um, mm -hmm. Christmas movie. Uh, good for laughs and just like positive vibes. Um, Will Ferrell did his thing. And it's just like, if you want like, because sometimes Christmas movies can also, because they do have that messaging um, a lot of the times mm -hmm. of like family, things like that. Sometimes it's kind of like sad. Excuse me. So like, I was like, Elf is like a good one as well. Cause <laughs> yes, they have some moments where he's like, oh, who's my dad? Things like that. But in reality, it's a comedy. Um, mm -hmm. So I went with Elf as my third choice for fun vibes. And I do watch every year. Um, it's definitely one of those you like, as you're watching it, you're like making some cookies or something, you know, mm -hmm. that's the vibe mm -hmm. I catch. Yeah. I would put Elf number three. It was close though. Cause yeah. I'll talk to I'll talk about my honorable mentions of which one almost got swapped. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so yeah. moving on to number two. Go ahead, Sabrina. What's your number I go two? Right. Okay. Um, Grinch stole Christmas. How the Grinch stole nice. Christmas, but the Jim Carrey one. Oh yes, I'm not a big <laughs> yeah. fan. Yeah, I was like, I'm not a big fan of the cartoons. I know we don't really talk about the cartoons very often, but like yeah. specifically, specifically. Jim Carrey is the mm -hmm. one who holds it through the entire time. It is his greatest performance ever. And I love that man. Like I love all so many of his movies. That is his greatest performance. Mm -hmm. You can't ever convince me anything else. Mm -hmm. Um because ugh, it's just so good. I think the narrator is one of my favorite narrators in any movie because he just has he has that voice. I think he's probably someone who's done it in like multiple movies before. Yeah. But I do like the beginning and the ending being framed by the actual story itself i do i'm a fan of that i think it was a very good choice um also just god the grinch is so wonderful he's so good and it's all jim carrey who makes it wonderful but i just yeah. always think of the scene where he's trying to figure out what he's trying to wear and he goes that's it i'm not going and i'm like i understand you completely mm -hmm. and entirely in a spiritual level um but it's also again kid based like Cindy Lou Who is the person who is questioning the mm -hmm. who's way of Christmas because mm -hmm. for them it is the bigger the better it's all about being the best it's all about having the showiest um house about having the best presents about having this giant enormous tree and um she is the only one who's like I feel like this isn't it where are you Christmas? Like, what is Christmas supposed to be? Because this feels incomplete. And then um, the fact that what gets the Grinch is the moment where they start to sing around the burned tree. They have nothing. All of their presents have been burned and they do this. And then that's that's what gets him. That's what makes his little tiny heart it's grow him. and hurt him. Um, I love that. It makes me very, very happy. It's just... My parents hate that. My top two movies are movies that my parents do not like to watch. We do not really? watch them with them. But because I cannot go a Christmas season without watching my top two, that's why they're my top two. But like, these are the two where I have to. It's not Christmas yeah. without these two movies. So it's funny because that's that's the one that I'll like sneak in my little tiny like views because I do watch mm. that one multiple times in a Christmas season. That one's like yeah. at least three times um so I was like that has to be one of the top ones because I go through specific like my parents aren't here I'm gonna watch it or oops sorry guys I'm already three quarters of the way through this movie I have to finish it you have no choice now kind of thing yeah. um because it just it makes me feel so happy 
and I think it does a very good job of keeping it lighthearted while having a balance of like realness especially the way that they treat the Grinch as well I think that one mm. is handled very very nicely this is my number two great choice great choice Gracias. yeah I agree so strongly that it is also my number two is it time to reveal that it's also my number two <laughs> yes <laughs> I was gonna leave it but now L-O-L. It sounds like we all have excellent taste is all I'm hearing. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like we're witnessing a Christmas miracle because we're all on the same page. Yeah. Exactly. The exactly. Same yeah. Yeah. Literally same I don't number think it ever happened. No. No. Not mm-hmm. all three of us exactly on number mm-hmm. like for number wise. Like maybe we we've mentioned one of the same if yeah. the order is different. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. I well, mean, did we you have, have anything? our own different interpretation of it so we could all just like yeah that's what i was gonna say i was like nicole do you have anything to add to it and i'll add my little a little two cents after too i mean i sabrina's put it very beautifully like it's got such heart and it is that like if you want classic christmas it's a fun time for pretty much everybody that's the movie you go to jim carrey's performance is amazing like you said like it is incredibly entertaining the comedy is really funny and a lot of it is just like natural uh, comedic charisma from the actors and that's really what makes it special and I also really appreciate like it, this is a weird thing that I, I'm noticing with look, looking back on older movies is like how much of what they filmed is real like those are not much of that is CGI those are real sets with real people in costume it must have been awful to experience but the effect was really mm-hmm. something and you know the production of it i really appreciate as well so uh yeah solid solid number two very good movie yes um to add on to both of those things i also really love that it's ingrained itself as like a christmas classic um in a few different ways like i as as a creative i just really love um making something else new you know so like for example like you get their own your own music like the the little Fahudora, whatever mm-hmm. the song is, like quality. <laughs> um, the costumes and makeup was like on deck. I when you look at it, it's its own thing, and I I think that's what's really cool about it. Is yes, like it was already created in book form and it was already created in animation form, but for them to bring it into real life and make it even better, I think was really cool. Um, Jim Carrey making the Grinch his own. Like now when you see performances of the Grinch, it's based off of Jim Carrey's performance. It's not mm-hmm. based off of like other interpretations, whether it's book or, um, you know, t- uh, not TV show. Well, yeah, the TV, uh, TV uh, special or the t- TV movie special. So mm-hmm. I think about that a lot. It's just so good. I think about um, like. Cindy Cindy and like how she gets the Grinch to like you know mm-hmm. come and uh, become a part of their world again um that 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 heart special of just like oh like I feel for him and then she's like as a small child like being like I understand you and I know my family doesn't and my the the, the old adults the adults don't get it but she's like you know I'm gonna get it together you know I'm gonna mm-hmm. get this together I think it's really cute cool so I remember watching as a kid like She's vibing, you know, like mm-hmm. she knows she's trying to save the town, things like that. Um, there's just so many layers to the movie, which is what I also really love too. 
like you get the comedy of it all and like the chaoticness of the Grinch like Serena was saying like him like trying to dress up or just the, all the things that you know he found ways to do that just didn't make sense then you also get like the story of him like being bullied and what that looked like just being a kid that um you know got dropped off at a doorstep as you know they usually that's their little process but it looks a little different now that there's a little bit more in internal details with you know that so I really like it just because there's more to you can look into it and there's more depth which makes it even more of a Christmas story in addition to what's already given to you I love like the little light competition that happens too like you have so many there's so many layers you have like long time rivalry you have the romance you have it's just really it's a really good overall a plus plus I can't go a year without watching it either mm -hmm. which is why it's all my number two like mm -hmm. I'm watching the Grinch it's happening mm -hmm. yeah yeah Ugh, so good wow Christmas I love miracle. that we were on the same. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, know, I know right I know <laughs> 2023 ending strong right mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um okay yeah. let's go to our number one no, I don't well this will probably be different but we'll see. I thought now it'd be double miracle if we were on the same page I we are uh, not let's it's guarantee you it's different <laughs> okay okay let's go to our number one Go ahead, Sabrina. Okay. My number one is your number three. My number one is Elf. Mm. Ah, nice. So that's why I was like, ooh, I can't re-scramble that because it's genuinely my number one. Um, So I am not a Will Ferrell fan. Ooh. Like, I think this is my only Will Ferrell movie that I like and watch. Okay. And I adore it. I love it. Um, This is the one that I watch most often. I also came to it late. Again, my parents are not Will Ferrell people. It's not the kind of humor we watch in my household. So I didn't watch it until my cousins were like, we're sitting you down and you're watching this movie. Mm -hmm. um, sometime in high school, I think. And it just stuck. The jokes are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, Son of a Nutcracker is something said in my family. like Among the cousins all mm -hmm. year long. <laughs> We just do it, especially now that there are kids around and we need to keep it like appropriate. Mm -hmm. uh, Son of a Nutcracker, you sit on a throne of lies. Um, oh, what's the other one? There's like another one that we say pretty often, but like all of the little tiny quips are just things that like stuck with me and with my family in particular. Um, I like the approach to this one as well of like the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear how it's the adults at the end who are the ones who actually make Santa come back to life because mm. the kids believe. Kids believe and kids believe. In this movie, it's a reverse of the other two that I like where it's like the adults who are the ones who are actually at the very, very end. Spoiler alert, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> the ones who make Santa's sleigh come back because it's the adults who are singing. It's the adults who are being shown what they want for Christmas when they don't even write Santa a letter anymore so how is Santa going to know all of these things um I also like the Santa in this one I like that he's a little bit more um more like uh what's the like the uh, like the animation one the Guardians one um the one with Jack Frost Guardians of the Galaxy? No, no. Guardians of the... I always call it that one on accident. What is that one called? Guardians of something. Oh, oh, oh. What Christmas movie? Yeah. 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 Guardians of the Galaxy movie. A Christmas movie. Yeah. Oh, see, that one popped up when I looked up things. Um, But anyways, he's like more of like that kind of Santa where he's like a little bit tougher. 
and he's a little bit like yeah. kind of more in your face he's a new york santa which is great because mm-hmm. that's where it's set so i like that yeah. as well um and just rise of the garden the absolute yes thank you rise of the guardians oh. that one um the absolute joy that will ferrell's character just emanates the entire time like even when he is at his peak sad yeah he is someone who is just a joyful person he is still trying to find all of these little tiny moments um and he's basically a child in a way he is exploring everything so he doesn't have like the whole world's view he doesn't understand all of the negativity of the world so it doesn't impact him in the same way so he is what every adult should be when Christmas time rolls around or when these mm-hmm. beautiful moments of like supposedly like coming together as a family coming together to like recognize all of the good things that have happened throughout the year as the year mm-hmm. comes to an end um he is that he is the symbol of that because he has yet to be marred by the outside world and we even see how that happens throughout the movie but even at the end he's still there they're still celebrating together they have this beautiful family together that is not perfect. Um, he mm-hmm. has this little brother that he wins over and it's just, oh, it's so good. It's so good and it makes me very, very happy. Um, and it's the one that I have to watch all the time. Um, it's the one I watch the most. So that's why it's number one. It's so good. I also, I forgot to uh, do, I want to do a quick shout out for that one. Zoe Deschanel. Yes. Um, yeah i forgot to do that because the only version of that song that i like yeah (laughs) fair yeah she should she should drop a christmas album i feel like people would she should she should it would be good yeah yeah that one start with that one to get all the interest Mm -hmm. with will ferrell do that (laughs) on the side santa as the intro (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that'd be hilarious that's free so additional you can have that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right nicole what's your number one my number one we already talked about simply because it is the movie that if if something happens and i don't watch any christmas movies except for one during the christmas season i'm gonna watch this one with my family because we always do and it's die hard i heard all right yep. and you know, and as I enjoy a classic Christmas movie, but I, I don't know why. Something mm-hmm. about cross genre, especially with Christmas movies, it tickles me. Like, I enjoy seeing, like, the interplay between how you're going to make those two things work and mm-hmm. whether they it comes out more Christmas or more something else. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it mm-hmm. it's Christmas enough for me. And mm-hmm. I I enjoy it a lot. So, and also because it's always the one that, like, that's the one that we all get together to watch Mm -hmm. so it's always that Uh like family environment whether we're like fully engrossed in the movie every single year that does not happen Mm -hmm. we're mostly doing it to hang out because we've seen it so many times but like yeah that's even though it's one of the not very christmasy christmas movies it's my number one okay Mm -hmm. i have a question with that then nicole Mm -hmm. this is curiosity question is your family getting like hot chocolate and marshmallows and like sitting down as you're watching like Die Hard and people are going pew pew pew? It's like <laughs> holidays. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, 
it's during like Christmas festivity type things. Sometimes, like okay. I think last year we watched it on Christmas Eve. Like this nice. Our one of our Christmas activities. And, yeah. You know, and to be fair, we're not like a hugely Christmassy family. Like we decorate the house and those sort of things, but we're not doing like twenty five days of Christmas on ABC exactly. Family kind of Christmas in the household. But yeah. you know. Okay, cool. I just thought that was that, that was the image that I had, and I was like, "That's just like <laughs> it, a funny image." Everyone sitting on the couch with blankets, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that little hats on. Yeah, right. Oh boy, <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay, um, okay. My number one. I feel like y'all may know, but I'm gonna roll it out. I have to give it, and people hate on it because of the animation. I have to give it to Polar Express. Yeah. Um, but I have learned people don't like the animation of it. I can understand because it was like it was different. It was a little too real for some people. Um, mm-hmm. a little less animation, more like people. Also, random fact: found out Tanache plays a little girl, which is really funny. No way. I had no idea. What? Yeah. <laughs> I found that out, and I was like, "Oh, what? I didn't know that." <laughs> um, but of course, we get just like solid holiday vibes all the way around that's the one I watch for like complete feel good also low-key like when I watch it even it like low-key like sadness as well I don't know how to explain that one though but like um also like where are the parentals <laughs> but I do love the movie for just like you get like the found like family aspect and like friendships um you get like some creepy vibes too with like the ghosties um and like strange things happening on the train you get like high stakes where all of a sudden the tracks are down and they've gone in the wrong they've been frozen up and the train's going in chaotic places high stakes as well and when they're finally at the north pole and they're not where they're supposed to be because kids are never doing what they're supposed to do um and also like they're trying to like save things from going wrong on christmas um you get Tom Hanks throughout the whole entire thing, where, wherever mm-hmm. he's playing um, the train. Um, can't even. I don't. I'm really bad with names. But whether he's playing like train guy or he's playing like homeless ghost guy, like there's options conductor. there. Condu- See, I was thinking conductor, and I was like, I feel like I was wrong. Thank you. Okay, conductor, train conductor. Um, so I just I always watch it, and it's a long movie, and we really think about it. Um, but that's like the time you can watch it and just like decorate your apartment or decorate your home or um also the cookie vibes cooking and doing things like that that's like family family cozy movie for me um so I always go for Polar Express it's just like a fun time I love you get music too like iconic Mm -hmm. songs hot chocolate I choreographed Mm -hmm. a little piece um last year I didn't put it in the show but I had like played around with it actually the year before that and then I I brought it to my middle school kids of like hot chocolate um or um you got like uh when Christmas comes to town like there's iconic Mm -hmm. things I think it solidified itself as like a, a holiday like um like iconic movie like things um and I think it helps with the fact of like you got your own songs now um, the vibes are completely different and you're not getting a Christmas movie, animated Christmas movie like that. Mm-hmm. Now, so that's why some people don't like the animation, but like, you know, it works in its ways. Um, I don't know. I just really love it. It's just vibes all the way around. So mm-hmm. I had to put my number three, even though like sometimes I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, like I remember when I was little and I was watching this movie and now I'm a whole adult, <laughs> like things like that. Yeah. But 
I really do love the Polar Express. Yeah. And that's another one that kind of touches on a theme that's come up a little bit, the like power of belief one. Yeah. With the mm-hmm. the bell and like whether you can hear it and all that. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask about that. I was like, Hannah, what are your thoughts? Because I remember watching it for the first time and just being like kind of gutted when these kids witness their parents not be able to hear the bell. Yeah. So like, what are your thoughts on that part? Well, that's, I think that's what makes it also kind of a little sad, you know, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also in connection to like Elf in a way, but Elf takes it a little bit more lighthearted, but something about that, like, and it's, I feel like it's always brought up in Christmas movies, actually, mm-hmm. like that's when you see it of like that disconnect of like childhood to adulthood and mm-hmm. what that, that looks like um, in a Christmas movie. It's obviously not as in-depth, but it still can tie in. Like mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. we talk about this all the time. We were just talking about it, like the adult life and how that's so different and drastically different and the, the responsibilities and the fact that you have to keep going um, mm-hmm. and doing things to just find stability. You can't just be a kid and be like, I'm tapping out. I'm going to do what I want to do and just vibe. Like that's a big difference. Um, and I think because of that, wow, not to get too deep. <laughs> I think because of that and like how like, draining adulthood could be with the amount of responsibilities you have and um that disbelief could be the case scenario in these movies of like um as a kid you the the world is your oyster then when you become an adult you start to see things kind of form they're a little bit more uh concrete or if they're not as concrete you kind of have to fight a little bit more um a lot harder actually so I think that's where that comes in. So that's what makes it a little bit sad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, I am an adult. That's crazy. But I do think um, as far as belief, just in general of whatever that may be, I mean, I don't believe in Santa Claus, but like <laughs> whatever that may be, um, I, I do think it's like a fight of like what we are given though. Like, yes, this is the life that we are set in and it's not always it's like us looks very different from other places like hey maybe i'll move to amsterdam or something maybe they're kind of mm. citizens i don't know <laughs> like but um what we are given we could still fight you know whatever that is and still be choose to believe in um mm-hmm. and s- believe in whatever it is ver- instead mm-hmm. of like be adapted into what we are given if that makes sense i don't know if mm-hmm. it makes sense but yeah no i think it does and i think that's part of part of why Christmas movies have that kind of appeal is that it allows you, no matter where you are in your like real life, it gives you that Christmas magic for an hour and a half to like mm-hmm. lose yourself in and mm-hmm. capture that childhood feeling of like Christmas is a magical time. And like, mm-hmm. that's, I think that's why that's such a common theme of like the magic of Christmas and preserving it and restoring it and saving the day and usually that power is with the kids because they're the ones that still like have that belief in them but mm-hmm. these movies are still around for us to enjoy as like at any stage in our life to kind of recapture that christmas magic yes yeah. i 100 agree um, yeah for me the belief one also goes into a different area too because like i didn't i am catholic i've grown up catholic i like for me christmas is very very closely tied to church and to mm-hmm. baby jesus um the birth <laughs> of jesus so a lot of the things too carries over that belief like for us it is also a moment of celebration that he was brought into this world uh it's a tradition 
we have multiple nativity sets my mom loves nativity sets she's beautiful one (laughs) but we cover baby jesus um once christmas like december starts and it's officially december 1st we cover him up with like a little um blanket or something and then at midnight on december 24th we uncover so it was like this big thing that when we turned like five or six and we could touch these breakable little things um we would uncover it and it's that belief also they carry through so I like all the Christmas movies that are focused on believing because I mm-hmm. think it's really nice because for everybody it means something different for some mm-hmm. people it is the belief in magic it is the belief in um that at least for this moment in time things can be happy and a little bit better and we don't have to think of other things or the belief in just like Christmas in general and the whole feel of it because there are so many adults um, and I see it more with my older family members of just like losing the like yeah. joy or the excitement mm-hmm. just because it becomes a chore. So it's like believing yeah. that it's not that. And then for others, it is believing that this is like a monumental moment for us as humans because of these mm-hmm. different beliefs. So I love that particular Christmas story because I think it's so nice of how like big and um, both like specific, but also just like universal it can be for so many people how so many people have different interpretations of what that belief idea is yeah I'm glad you noted that actually like it becomes a chore that's so Mm -hmm. true like Mm -hmm. I start to see that too like my mom she she kind of like hates when Christmas time comes around (laughs) um I low-key so I'm like no wait for me I do think like I'm like nah you can't you can't stunt my Christmas vibe like ever (laughs) I'm one of those people that there's uh, last year I went to Diker Heights for Christmas and I want to go again this year, like Christmas time. Like I'm one of those people who can see all those lights and I'm surrounded by lights on a Christmas tree and want to start crying. I'm just so happy to be present. Um, Macy's 34th Street finally Mm -hmm. saw it decorated. Oh, what? Like those kind of things. One day I'll see the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that's for me. I truly just enjoy it. Like, I could, I don't have to pay for anything or no one has to pay for anything for me. I can just be present and just like the vibes. I, I saw Rockefeller tree just at night and just like everybody's walking around. It's just, everyone's like got good vibes for the most part. It's New York City mm-hmm. at the end of the day too, because very touristy. So some people don't know how to act, but for the most part, um, it's just like real good vibes. Like Saks Fifth has a cute light show. Like these are things <laughs> that I just like, oh, so um. I know I will still always be in the belief. Like, I I don't see a time period where I don't like the holiday season. I don't like Christmas and I don't just enjoy it. Because there's so many ways and capacities you can. Um, one day, one day I'll have to figure that out because I know my family would be so mad at me. But I would like to see the Thanksgiving parade. I don't know when that day will be, but I would like to see the Thanksgiving parade. So, but yes. Okay. So I did want to note some honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I have rapid fire questions. And we're going to talk about that. But I, before we talk about honorable mentions, I want you to think about some. But I did want to drop some from Instagram because mm-hmm. I had to ask people on Instagram and they gave me some. So some of them said, also said Elf, also said Polar Express, um, also got The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. specifically the story of Jesus Christ in Spanish. They specifically said that. So I was like, ooh, okay. Um, Polar Express was double mentioned. Elf was double mentioned. 
Um, so yeah, those are definitely like those were in our tops as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so they definitely come through a lot. And the Nightmare Before Christmas, I feel like people think of it more of a hol- um not Halloween movie, but they had mm-hmm. also mentioned it for that too. So yeah, it's the bri- it's a perfect bridge movie. It is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. had an argument with my sister literally this weekend about that because Cassandra was <laughs> saying it's not a Christmas movie, and I was like. It is both at the same time. I was like, it is both at the same time. It is both a Halloween movie and it's arguably more Christmas movie than it is a Halloween movie. I can see that. Yeah. His whole focus is Christmas. There's a song called Santa Claus, which is creepy. And the reason I don't really (laughs) watch the movie often. Um, (laughs) But that one is like, that one is honestly like the king of holiday movies because mm. that thing you can watch as of like September if you're a Halloween person all the way through Christmas and you mm. can just watch it as many times as you want. Disneyland has the Hall- the Nightmare Before say. Christmas overlay from September mm-hmm. until January. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good mm-hmm. one. It's just a little creepy. I can't watch it very often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Oogie Boogie though. God, oh yeah that's such a good song <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> um i'll give you one of my honorable mentions in addition to the ones that they said um for me it almost made my top three but it's still pretty fresh and new so but i have watched it every single christmas since it dropped but last christmas um it is a rom-com rom-drom christmas movie um it's so good but it is sad <laughs> so sad <laughs> um it's so sad if you have not watched it highly recommend um it's last christmas they theme their um whole entire like music catalog around um oh my gosh why am i going blank on his name oh no i'll come back to you on that i'm thinking of the songs freedom freedom but what's his name from wham my brain is going blank main guy i don't I don't know their names. I'm surprised they know t- Wham. He started his own career. Oh, me and Richie. No, Richie. My brain is like completely blank. Faith. They gotta have faith. faith, faith. George Bye. Michael. Oh. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. I am oh. so sorry to the George Michael fans out there. He's from Wham? Listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, I know all the songs you were singing. But like, again, I'm surprised I know Wham sings that song. Well, that's the thing. Wham doesn't. George Michael well, does. I mean, but you know his voice from Wham. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so it's all, they base their music um, after Mm -hmm. George Michael. So everything is in George, um, everything is George Michael. It does have a sad twist. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but um, it is really sad. First time I watched it, I was bawling in the theater. Shout out to Summer. We were both bawling in the theater. (laughs) Um, But it just, it's really feel good because I love the the meaning and the connection Mm -hmm. behind it, even though it is sad. Um, and it really is like that true like Christmas movie of like oh someone who was a little bit like darkened in their heart kind of like mm-hmm. becomes brighter again kind of like connection with like the Grinch you know heart mm-hmm. grows a bit more after being like torn down um, and finding hope again things like that I really loved it uh, mm-hmm. and also I love a good rom-com even though it didn't end the way I liked it too so yeah yeah you can't beat a good Christmas rom-com also in the emotional category um and because i remember crying while watching this for the first time with i don't know if both of you were there but it uh i know i think summer was there klaus 
the 2019 um, animated movie. Don't oh, talk God. to me about it. It's also my honorable mention. Yeah. I was a wreck. Yeah. Watched it. <clears throat> you haven't? Oh, I I have <gasps> not watched watch it. it. It's really good. It also made my mom cry. I made her watch it the next year. <laughs> I was not aware it was a sad movie. <laughs> I have not Listen, watched it. It's not, there's, it's not sad, sad. It's overall a happy movie. There are just some parts that really get you in the feels. Got you. Okay. Yeah. But it's not like sad, sad like yours. Yours betrayed okay. me. Yeah. The Klaus fair. surprised me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but it's a visually gorgeous movie. It was a great time to watch. And I think also watching it with a bunch of friends like is what mm-hmm. kind of solidified it as one of my honorable mentions because it's... Mm-hmm. A, a good time. I think I've watched it every year since. Pretty sure. Okay. Cool. Sabrina, you said Klaus was also your honorable mention. Did you have another? It one? was one of. So I had four other contenders for third place. Oh. oh. Okay. I mean, it was what I mean. It was a struggle. It was a struggle. Um, <laughs> okay. Klaus is there because of that that moment, like watching it with y'all for the first time. Mm-hmm. I forgot who walked into the room and was like. I'm gonna walk away now. Yeah. Because we were disasters. Especially because we got unical. Yeah. Got that doesn't un- happen. That's like Yeah. But like Summer and I were I was sobbing, like making little tiny like noises, trying not to like mm-hmm. make the full sobs. Um mm-hmm. I showed it to my parents. I watch it every year. Um that one's beautiful. It is one of the most visually breathtaking cartoons I've seen in a long time. Yes. Um and it's just, uh, it's just, it's so beautiful. Like, there's literally nothing else I can say about it. Um, mm. Other than it just leaves you with such a good feeling, even if you cry. I cry every time I see it, every time. Um, yeah. And it still leaves me with this, like, wonderful feeling in my heart. Um, Mistletones is a family favorite for us. It is one of those ABC. Quality. That's when it was ABC Family. Um, yeah. and it is, it is a musical. So it is a movie musical. So, you know, it's right up my alley. I adore Christmas music more than Christmas movies. Like I'm all about the music during Christmas season um, as much as I love the movies. So that one was one too. And then Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Mm -hmm. I did not include it because for me, the main one is the Gift of the Magi version. Um, It is a Gift of the Magi version that I show my students. Because when I do teach freshmen, we do do that one right around Christmas time. So I uh, I show them that version instead because uh, I think it's so beautiful and I just love it. And I, I'm a Disney girl, so Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> the last one I love is Miracle on 34th Street. But not the one with the Matilda girl. The one from the 40s or 50s. The one okay, with Natalie Wood. The one with Natalie Wood. It is beautiful. It's black and white. It is a classic. It is the reason why I would cry. Kevana, if I saw Macy's mm-hmm. on 34th Street, that's the reason I would cry. Um, but I love it. It's just one of those classic movies that I think still stands the stand like the bits of time. It's a little mm-hmm. bit on the boring side. I do understand that some people are like, it's too long, not enough happens. But this man has to go to court to prove that Santa Claus is this old man claiming to be Santa Claus. It's mm. so good. The way that he wins, like the way that all of this court case works out, it's just so good. The idea that like he gets Macy's to be like, 
oh, if we don't have it, we'll send you to someone who does kind of thing. Um, so those are my top four. Those are my other four. I had to, yeah, it was literally between five movies for third place. So I got, mm-hmm. I got a lot. And there's many others that I adore. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good, good ones. Know. Yeah, I have oh. not, well, I told you I haven't watched Klaus. I haven't watched Miracle on 34th um like I y'all know I have a hard time watching older films because I don't sometimes... think you can make it yeah I probably would with you I don't think you can make it through yeah mm-hmm. um it, it's hard um <laughs> but yeah Miss Tones is a good one ABC Family was in their bag for holiday movies at a certain point holiday oh, yeah. handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, hol- yeah handcuffs yeah mistletones um and so many others too I can't even mm-hmm. think but um, I mean, mm-hmm. just the genre of like Christmas rom coms alone has so many yes. Yeah, exactly. They set the tone for sure, and I think kind of Netflix kind of took over that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Lifetime and Hallmark still do their thing, um, but I think as far as like what matches with everyone still, I think Netflix still does a great job at that. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Kat Graham because I feel like she she's been in Netflix yes. like Tom yes. Bag, um, and then like they have like holiday calendar and stuff like that so i love holiday calendar we're good yeah it's a good one a night before um, christmas solid mm-hmm, yeah with vanessa hudgens oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. vanessa hudgens christmas christmas yep, movie she's also been mm-hmm, uh, the princess switch with the christmas one the third one's the christmas one right? yeah oh Big god one. there's three that's right mm-hmm <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think they're done now i think they were trying to do trilogy and just stop so. uh no yeah. they should just keep adding more vanessa hudgenses you could go forever <laughs> right just keep adding them yeah princess switch valentine's day surprise there's nothing yeah there. royal baby Uh-oh. just anything. that's what i'm thinking because they do like the christmas prince oh. and then the christmas prince's baby and i'm like mm. i don't need to see one of all of them having a baby they're doing, yeah. and then all the babies <laughs> look alike no thank you yeah no, no you. please it would be so no. funny i've got stop it stop <clears throat> it <laughs> i've got two more honorable mentions for you one okay. i think we've we've definitely touched on it before because it was on my rom-com list the holiday even yeah. though it's one that is not mm. too classically christmasy being set partially in los angeles Mm-hmm. We're not going to knock Los Angeles for not having snow, but I enjoy no. that one as well. Or winter. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. kind of windy in that movie, and they're like, wow, California. <laughs> Santa Ana wins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Jack Black for not remembering it in that one interview. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, that's right. That oh, it's such a good movie. movie. Yeah. Such a good movie. It was one of his early ones. He could He could have a pass. Mm-hmm. and my last one this one almost made my top three but it was a new one and I decided that there were ones that I liked more it's called Anna and the Apocalypse it's a Christmas zombie apocalypse musical <laughs> and <laughs> okay it, it's another one that I was like this is nuts but I am enjoying it it's a British movie it's got some good heart it's the music is very like high school musical the only reason it didn't make my top three is because some of the like the mixing the sound mixing is not good in a lot of the parts and mm-hmm. so it was like mm-hmm. taking me out of it sometimes from like god somebody needs to go over this movie and fix like the uh, the music will just suddenly drop really low under the mm-hmm. singing and stuff like that but I enjoyed it in my watch through and it's one that is very well loved it's you know it 
is a weird one, but it's definitely worth trying if like the classic Christmas movies are not doing it for you. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Of Christmas zombie apocalypse musical. Yeah. Okay. I wrote it down. Anna and the Apocalypse. I got it. No, not for you. No. <laughs> like if we decide to watch it together, yes. Then you, because yeah. you will make it fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like on my own, no. It's I not very I scary. No, no. It's a little bloody. No, it's- no, no, no. Not because of that. Just because I have so many, so yeah. many Christmas movies to go through. I can't do a zombie one <laughs> unless it's mm-hmm. us, us three. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Uh-uh-uh. Alrighty, it's time for rapid fire questions, team. And here's okay. I'm breaking it down again because we haven't been making it. We know what it is. We're just not good at it. <laughs> the requirement is I'm going to throw out questions. They are rapid fire, round related to the holiday season. Um, your responsibility is to answer rapidly <laughs> can i get a definition please fast quick okay don't break it down if you're saying the word okay. because you're you're <laughs> messing it up already <laughs> that's a good metric that's right we i got feel like that was good right we got this we yes. can do it okay so i'll go with the quicker ones first the ones that i think you will be faster less choices okay, okay. Real tree or artificial tree? Artificial. artificial. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Best holiday treat or dessert? Hot chocolate. With okay. Min- with mint in it, especially like a minty hot okay. chocolate. Ooh, good choice. I got two. They're both drinks. Um, eggnog okay. and then um, champurrado. But specifically okay. the champurrado that the old ladies in my church make. <laughs> okay, that's super specific. I realized an answer so the first yummy. one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I just went too rapid. Yeah, I was too rapid. Um, I say real tree, but in reality, artificial. Um, and then mm-hmm. uh, best holiday treat or dessert. I also love a good hot chocolate. Um, also minty on occasion. Yeah. Um. Okay. Giving gifts or receiving gifts. Giving gifts. One hundred percent. I can't do that. That is my love language, pitch. Kavana. Both, both for Sabrina. It is both. You can say both. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, both. you can say both. Both, 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 both. I would say both as well. Yeah. Um, favorite holiday song. Shake up Christmas by Train. Ooh. Okay. Also, all I want for Christmas is you. Classic. Yes. Um, I say Oh Santa, specifically with Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson. That's been a vibe every year. There's multiple, but that's my main go-to. That's the first one that popped in my head. I have an answer for Sabrina. I know she's got like probably 40 going in her head at the moment. I know. I'm we're all staring at her right now. <laughs> you want some Okay. Okay. Oh, she said okay. This is not good. <laughs> Okay. Um again I'll divide it into two because I have the church one. Church one is O Holy Night. Mm. Listen, church O Holy Night 
regular today at this moment called December 9th. Hmm. Okay, by Michael Bubbly? Yeah, because I had to go with Bubbly. Yeah. I had cool. to go with Bubbly. He is yeah. the Christmas king for me. Mm-hmm. Yes, valid. Um, Ugly Christmas sweaters, yes or no? Yes. Sometimes. I have one. I would like more. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, I Sometimes. I say yes. I don't mm-hmm. have any, but I say yes. I think that'd be cool. And then last but not least, favorite holiday tradition. Oh, um, my family and I, we like to get into the car and we like to have hot chocolate and we play the Christmas songs and we go look at Christmas lights in the neighborhood. There are less and less each year, which is yeah. so sad, except my neighborhood now has a lot more kids. So we're hopeful for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I love to do it. I did it with my roommates in San Diego. I do it with everyone if I can. So that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, same aspect, but it's not always with my family um, as I don't live with them directly all the time, but looking at holiday lights um, in different places, whether that's like driving through neighborhoods, walking through a specific neighborhood, um, taking a train to the city, things like that. I love looking at lights. Same. Mm-hmm. Mine was also getting in the car and going to look at Christmas lights. My family used to do this every year. We haven't in recent ones, but uh, go to Candy Cane Lane, which is like it, near oh. Los Angeles. It's gorgeous mm-hmm. down there. So very, especially when we were kids. <laughs> and my it was always a surprise. So my, we'd be like, where are we going? And my mom would say, we're going to crazy town. And we'd be like, what? <laughs> and then we'd show up at Candy Cane Lane. It was always a fun time. That's cute. Oh, alrighty. Well, that ended our rapid fire section. I feel like that was better this time. We're getting it. <laughs> we're, we're getting it. Yeah. The um, only question that was hard was the song. Yes, it was a song one. That's it. To be fair, there's a lot of choices, but I, I was like, Wait. let me go straight to whatever first pops up. Um, thank so y'all nice. again for joining. Um, thank you for having us. Yeah, it was of fun. Of course. Yes, as always, it's always fun with y'all. Um, to the listeners out there, you want to share your favorite holiday movies, traditions as well, please share. It's holiday season already. Can you believe it? We went from summer to holidays. We got a few more episodes left for the year. Have a great holiday season, whatever you celebrate. Um, just have a great time. Once again, thank you, Sabrina and Nicole. If you like this episode, go ahead and like it actually on Spotify, share it with your friends, share it on your Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of the above, send it to a family member, a loved one, get, you know, spread the love this season. Go ahead and follow me at Kayvon on Instagram to stay updated as well. We also have a TikTok. So go ahead and follow the introvert social hour on TikTok to stay updated, get some sunshine, get some air, have an amazing, amazing week. And I will see you next week on the Introvert Social Hour. Thank you. Bye.